0: Welcome back to another episode of Actually Though, I hope you all are having a fantastic week. I'm having just the best day while I am recording this episode. It's really rainy here in Kentucky, but it is starting to warm up a little bit compared to the freezing weather we've had the last couple weeks, but I'm really using it as a day to kind of get everything situated. I'm getting a lot of episodes recorded today and doing a lot of blog posts and really just trying to get ahead on a lot of work, and I really kind of love rainy days because out on my patio or doing things outdoors and I can really just focus on getting a lot of work done. So I really look forward to these kind of rainy days. I am really excited to be continuing my life lessons series. I have taken a couple weeks off um, just to kind of really reflect and really Finish up kind of the blog post side of things with this series and really just kind of think about everything. And I'm so excited because today I get to talk about 10 things that my dad has taught me. And I am definitely kind of a daddy's girl at heart. I like to think, you know, I'm the spitting image of my mom, but my dad really is such a huge role model in my life. And I can't imagine where I would be without all of his advice. I think that a lot of my friends feel that way too. He was always kind of the dad that everyone went to. And I remember driving around in the car with my dad and my friends and just having him give every single person in the car life advice, whether it was kind of related to someone specific or just in general. And he still does that. You know, my friends really love it. And I feel just so fortunate to have such an incredible relationship with both of my parents. And that my friends also have that kind of relationship where they feel comfortable going to my parents for things like that. And it's just always been really important to me that I try and, you know, live my life the way that my parents taught me to and and kind of live by their example and use the lessons that they've taught me to kind of guide me in my decisions. And so I'm really excited to share. 10 things that my dad has taught me. Of course, just like my mom, he has taught me so much more than just 10 things, but these are 10 things that I think really kind of shape my decisions and also 10 things that I think will help a lot of you. So without further ado, let's get started talking about the 10 things or even just simple things like being able to run to the grocery store without feeling like checking his emails on the weekends or going into the office early, leaving late, whatever the case may be. One of the biggest lessons my dad has taught me over the years is that you don't have to be the smartest person in the room, but no one should outwork you. My dad, of course, always pushed us to be, you know, very academically driven and study hard and do well and you know learn all of the things and whatever in school. But he really values work ethic above all else and he really made it a point to teach my brother and I that, whether it was just by watching him or by telling us. He he is always going to be the one working the absolute hardest at whatever it is he's doing. And as kids, he taught us and I think expected us you know, to do the same thing. My brother and I are very fortunate in that we do have, you know, some natural talents or abilities, just like everybody, you know, my brother is incredibly um, and athletically inclined, but my dad was always pushing him to, you know, practice longer, work harder. And same with me too. I was fortunate when I was growing up to be pretty good at school, And I could kind of, you know, especially in elementary, middle and high school, I could kind of not study as hard and maybe still do really well. And my dad, that was not happening with him. Uh, It was always expected that we would still work incredibly hard because my dad always told us, you know, you might be the smartest person or the most athletic or whatever the case may be naturally. But if there's somebody who's going to work harder than you, then they're going to surpass you and do better than you every single time. And so he really pushed us to work as hard as possible. And I think that that's really continued on, especially now that I'm older and living on my own and, you know, being financially independent and things like that. I am really always pushing myself to work as hard as possible so that, you know, I can take care of myself, but also so that I can be recognized and noticed for my work ethic above all else. I think that that is something that I really value now because that's something that my dad taught me. And it's really important to me to make sure that no matter what the situation, no matter if I, you know, do happen to know the most about what I'm I'm talking about, or maybe I don't, but no matter what, I'm going to be the one who works the hardest. And that is something that I really, really thank my dad for. And kind of hand in hand with that is my dad also always taught us that there's always room for improvement. So it is kind of just a joke, you know, in our family, if we came home with, you know, a 90 or even a 99 on a test, he would kind of joke and say, Oh, well, there's room for improvement, which we all knew he was kidding. And he was still proud of us and things. But it really did become one of the best lessons I think he's ever taught me. And it really helped me kind of Figure out exactly what it means to work hard and work incredibly hard. I definitely think I am a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to certain things, and I definitely strive for nothing short of excellence in myself. And I really do think that that's all thanks to my dad. You know, watching how hard he works and watching how much he expects of himself, it was always very clear to me that, you know, excellence was what he expected for himself too. And that should be what you expect for yourself. And at the same time, if something wasn't done, you know, exactly how he expected it to be done or he didn't do something exactly the way he thought he should. He was always the first one to try and jump in and tweak it or improve it or whatever the case may be. And it didn't matter how much time it took and it didn't matter how much work he had to put into it. He was always willing to jump in and try and improve something. And no matter what that finished project was, it always was an improvement from, you know, what was there before. And I think that now I find myself wanting to improve different things in my life, whether it's, you know, little habits or just little things or even big things. And I really think that that is all thanks to my dad and just how much he strived for improvement and through hard work, how many times he was able to get exactly what he was expecting of himself. Another thing that my dad taught me is that being independent is one of the greatest assets you can have. I think possibly the f- my favorite quality about myself is just how independent I am. I love being able to do things on my own and I am content being on my own and I love being able to do things. I need to call someone. I've just always been a very independent person and it's always been, you know, part of my personality. And I feel like I was like that growing up. And my dad, especially, was always encouraging me to kind of do things for myself and be independent and kind of find my independence, even when I was living at home. And, you know, he was always willing to teach me how to do things. And even now, I'll FaceTime him and ask him how to do things around the house or different things with my car or whatever the case may be. And he really does try and teach me how to do things myself so that I can be independent and not have to rely on other people. And, you know, growing up, my dad always impressed upon me how important being independent was. I'm just so thankful that he really fostered my independence and really made it such a great quality. Especially when I was in high school and college, he was teaching me this lesson felt like every single day. My dad is one of those people who has just always been honest with my brother and I when it came to things like partying, drinking, college life, you name it. We grew up around his college buddies hearing college stories about, you know, their crazy nights and the funny things that they did and all of that sort of thing. But even when he was telling us all these stories, my dad always made sure to explain, you know, there's a huge difference between having a good time and being out of control. And to my dad, there's absolutely no reason that, you know, you need to go out and lose control and honestly become a total asshole just to, you know, quote unquote, have a good time. And when I was leaving for college, I remember my dad telling me, you know, college by yourself and not drink until you're... 21 or, you know, not go out and have a good time with your friends or not go party, but there really is no reason to go get blackout drunk and fall over yourself or some variation of that sentence. It was always something along those lines. And it was always a matter of you can go out and have a good time, but you just have to remember to stay safe and always be in control of yourself and your situation. And that was something that stuck with me all throughout college and even now, because you know, there are nights where my friends and I go out and have a good time and we act silly, but we really all never go out with the goal to kind of lose control and lose our mind and all of that sort of thing. And I really think that that is kind of these different aspects of party life and alcohol and drinking and all thanks to my dad because he really was very honest with me about it made it very... Kind of easy to transition into that aspect of adulthood because I kind of already knew what to expect and what I expected of myself. And it was very easy for me to kind of learn my limits with myself and just stay within those boundaries so that I always felt very safe and very in control. Another thing that my dad has always taught us is that natural talent requires work. Something about both of my parents is that they're just naturally talented at pretty much everything, which was really great for my brother and I because we got a lot of those traits, but it was also not so great. Uh, and, you know, growing up, I remember thinking, and I know my brother felt the same way. Like We're naturally you know, talented, if you will. At we don't have to work as hard or we don't have to practice as often as other people. There's 110% the wrong answer. Athletics and singing and things like that. So in a lot of ways, I think because we did have those natural abilities, my dad pushed my brother and I even more. You know, going off the first lesson on this list, my dad always expected us to work hard and it didn't matter whether we were naturally fantastic at something or we were horrible at it. He always told us that, you know, if you don't work hard at what you love and what you're good at, then someone who isn't as good as you is going to come in and work harder and beat you every single time. And given that my brother and I are both fairly competitive, we really took that seriously and we did not want to be outworked by someone because we wanted to be the best that there was. But I really just think it is so important to still work at your natural talents. And I really think that um, that has a lot to do with what my dad taught me and that, you know, just because you're naturally gifted at something, which is wonderful and, you know, it's great and you should celebrate your natural gifts, it doesn't mean you don't still have to work at them. And, That was something that I just think is so important for people to learn. And I'm so thankful that my dad taught me so early on. Another thing my dad taught me is that loving someone means letting them make their own mistakes my parents would do absolutely anything for my brother and I. But my dad always explained to us that there's a big difference between, you know, him and my mom jumping in to keep us safe and jumping in to keep us from making mistakes. So growing up and, you know, even now that I'm 22 years old, my dad will let me make my own mistakes within reason. Like as long as they're not, you know, life-threatening or dangerous or those sort of things. He is a big fan, I think, of letting us learn from our mistakes because, you know, to him, they're a part of growing up and becoming successful. And everybody has to make mistakes throughout their life in order to be better and to be, you know, improving at their lives, if you will. And, you know, my dad isn't afraid to let my brother and I make these mistakes. And I remember it used to make me so mad. And I remember thinking, you know, if he knew it was going to be a mistake, why in the heck did he let me go through with it? But now when I look back on things like that, I'm so thankful that he let me screw up so many times because I learned so much from messing up that many times growing up and even now and whether it was learning about myself or whatever the situation was. And now that I've kind of accepted the fact that I was going to learn a lot from my mistakes. I know that he let me do that for exactly that reason, because I feel like I learned even more than I would from someone just telling me what would happen if I did that. And, you know, he always raised us to be independent and to handle difficult decisions and situations. And part of that was allowing us to make the wrong decision or make the wrong decision for a given circumstance. And, you know, I know that this is why he let me make so many mistakes. It's because he loves me enough to give me the chance to learn from them so that when I am on my own and now when I'm faced with a challenge you know 18 hours from home I know what to do but every now and then he tells me I don't know and it drives me absolutely insane because you know my dad is one of those people. The next thing my dad taught me is definitely very niche but I think everyone can take a little piece of advice from it and that is that time in the woods is never wasted. I grew up in Vermont and being outdoors and whether it be hiking or skiing or hunting or just being out in nature is a huge part of our lives. I am someone who really hates being cold. Um, So skiing was never really my favorite thing to do or being outside when it was cold was never really my favorite thing to do. But I have so many incredible memories of growing up and spending time outside with my family and things like that, but something about my dad is that he would spend time in the woods every single day if he could. Whether it's you know deer or turkey season and he's hunting or he's just hiking or snowshoeing or setting up cameras so he can see what kind of wildlife lives behind our house, whatever it may be, he just loves being out in the woods. And when I was little, I used to think he was absolutely crazy. I could not understand what part of someone wanted to go wander around in the woods just for fun. And I I thought he was crazy. I really did. And then I got a little older and decided, you know, I want to try hunting and spend time with my dad and do something that's just the two of us. And so I gave it a shot and I really kind of went into it expecting to not really like it all that much. I was like, I have to get up early for this. And then I go and I sit in the woods quietly and I don't say anything. And that seems really weird to me. And it turns out that it seriously was some of the best time that I spent growing up. I realized the older I got that I really loved spending time out in the woods or out in nature, mostly because I got the chance to spend time with my dad and I got the chance to learn everything from you know survival skills to just random nature facts with him and just drive around our state and find these really beautiful spots to go and explore and see some really cool things and then you know he taught me so much in just those short times out there but I think something that was really great is my dad always knew that i had a love of wildlife and conservation and animals and he really made it a point to you know teach things that were going to help me later on pursue my passions and pursue my interests and it was also just something that i think by watching my dad spend so much time out in the woods and doing what he loved and you know exploring nature and things like that i learned a lot about finding peace in such a crazy, busy world because there, there's really nothing quite like driving from, you know, town and traffic and the noise and all of that to walking through the woods and not hearing anything except the sound of, you know, your feet walking on the leaves in the fall or different animals running by and things like that. And there's really nothing better than just some of the views that you see out there. And it's just really really breathtaking that we're a part of something so gorgeous and so incredible and so to me the time that I spent in the woods especially with my dad was really some of the best quality time not only with him but also with myself that I could have asked for and I think now even though I'm in Lexington which is you know a pretty busy city things like that I really love whether it's just going to a park or something, just kind of getting outside and taking a walk or even just walking around my apartment complex and things like that and finding these kind of less populated, more nature-esque scenes and kind of just finding places where I can kind of disconnect and and find my center again. And I really think that that is all fostered from seeing how important it was for my dad to get out and explore. The woods growing up. Something else that my dad taught me, and this is—I mean, everything he taught me is important, and I'm sure I've said already in this podcast that this is one of the most important things. But one of the most important lessons I think anyone can learn, and that is that a life isn't about being right all the time. So I was definitely that kid, and I still am when I'm learning things, or you know, where I want to know every answer in a class, or get a hundred on every quiz or test or homework assignment. And for the most part, growing up, I did do that a lot of the time. And it was fantastic. But, you know, my dad always said, you know, life is very different than a classroom. And he pushed us to study hard and get things right in school. But he also made sure to teach us that, you know, sometimes you have to be wrong. And in school, sometimes that means you don't do as well on a test that you thought you would. Or in life, you know, sometimes you're just in a situation where, you know absolutely nothing. And my dad is the person that I call for everything, whether it's me trying to figure out how to hang things in my apartment or whether it's us facetiming my dad because my friend's car is acting up and we're trying to figure out what's going on with it. And typically he always knows the answer or at least knows enough of an answer to fix whatever we have royally screwed up in the 10 minutes before we called him, who to me knows everything. And I think a lot of little girls are like that with their parents or their dads, especially where they just think that they are going to have the answers to everything. And so it drives me crazy when he tells me that he doesn't know, but he's also the type of person who's not just going to, you know, bullshit his way through an answer because he wants to be right or wants to appear right. Because if he doesn't know something, he would much rather tell someone, I don't know, than give them the wrong answer or sound like an idiot because he's trying to kind of walk around the answer and not fully explain it so that they can't tell that he doesn't know it. So, you know, I watched him do that a lot growing up. And I still do. I watch him say, I don't know. All the time, or say, Oh, I was wrong about that. And to me, that was so influential. And I don't think I realized it until I became an adult just how influential it really was. Because I just don't think that there's something that my dad doesn't know. If it was up to me, he would, you know, know everything. My dad really is like my biggest hero. So it was so important, I think, for him to show us that it's okay to not know the answer or it's okay to be wrong or at the very least not be right in life and you know not because he wants us to not know the answers or wants us to be wrong but because i think to him it was important for us to know that in life you're going to be wrong about a lot of things and that goes hand in hand with making mistakes and you're going to be wrong and you're going to make mistakes but at the end of the day you will learn from all of those things. And if you, you know, admit that you don't know something, or you admit that you're not right about a certain situation, or that you have the wrong information, okay, that's a very loud motorcycle. Sorry. Anyway, um, if you admit that you're, you know, not sure about something, you're going to learn more about the situation than if you just try and bullshit your way through it. And I just think that that is so important because so many times people just want to be seen as having all the answers and at the end of the day life isn't about having all the answers life is about what you do in those moments when you don't know the correct thing to do or you don't have all of the answers and I really think that what makes you stronger and what makes you smarter and what makes you capable of getting through difficult seasons in your life is finding a way to be comfortable saying I don't know and finding a way to be comfortable in those instances where you're wrong. Another thing that my dad taught me is that a good dog is worth everything. And this might sound silly, but hear me out. So my dad is a huge animal lover, just like I am. And growing up, our family dogs were definitely always a little bit more my dad's dogs than any of us. You all who have dogs know how it is. If there's multiple people in the house, you know, somehow there's one person that the dog likes the most. And that was always my dad. And we really had the best family dogs growing up. We had an amazing chocolate lab named Molly when I was little. And then we had quite possibly the best German short haired pointer. On the planet named Oakley and now I'm so fortunate you know to have my own amazing little chocolate lab Wrigley. I always thought that my love of dogs just came from having them around all the time you know and growing up with them and I see people who didn't grow up with dogs and they might like them but they don't love them as much as I think people who grew up with dogs do but I'm pretty sure that it was actually watching my dad with our dogs that really showed me just how important dogs are to me and dogs are to people. My dad spent a lot on all of our dogs in terms of time but to this day he will tell you that he does not regret anything. He doesn't regret the time or the money, none of it. To my dad there's really nothing greater than a good dog and a dog that is your best friend and you know the kind of dog that you enjoy having around your house and you're okay having when people out when people are over and and things like that. And I always admire just how hard my dad was willing to work to make sure that not only our family, you know, my brother, my mom, and I were happy and comfortable, but also our pets and our dogs especially. He would do absolutely anything for them. And, and it's really clear to me just how important it is to have such a great dog and to put the time and the effort into your pets and make them just really incredible. Because I see how much all of my dogs growing up, and even Wrigley, are there for me, and I lean on them for so much emotionally, and to me, you know, a good dog is worth absolutely every penny, and I think that that's something that my dad taught me very, very early on. The final piece of advice that I'm sharing from my dad is definitely ending on a little lighter note, but it is to spend the extra money on good alcohol. And if there is one thing that my dad has taught me about drinking, partying, alcohol, it's that you need to spend the extra few bucks on something that's not going to make you feel like you got hit by a Mack truck the next morning. My dad will absolutely spend the extra money and have fewer drinks if it means having better alcohol and I'm not gonna lie when I was first starting to drink you know I was a college student going out with my friends I wanted to have a good time that sort of thing I thought he was absolutely insane and there were plenty of times where I said you know sorry dad I'm not gonna take your advice I'm gonna buy the really cheap dollar margaritas at uh tin roof or wherever the heck we were that night and that's gonna be what i drink and let me tell you i was so wrong and it was the worst thing i could have done because after one of those drinks you feel like you've gotten hit by a freight train so you know just picture the next morning after having a night out with just those drinks So now I'm much more like him. I'd rather just have one, two nice drinks compared to multiple cheap ones. And seriously, I'm not kidding. Your hungover self will really thank you. Um, And even just yourself the next morning. Because sometimes it's just not worth it. Even if you don't go out and get crazy and, uh, you know, have too many, you still will feel horrible. So (laughs) just avoid doing it. And, you know, to my dad, this is also... Kind of another way to help you stay in control when you go out and not lose control when you're out having a good time is if you're going to spend the extra money, you're going to want to have fewer drinks because you're not going to want to keep spending the extra money. And it's much better than having way too many cheap, horrible drinks and then ending up out of control and super sick the next day. I hope you all enjoyed that episode, hearing all about all of the things that my dad has taught me over the years I wish that I could give you all absolutely everything my dad and my mom have taught me, but that would just simply be way too long of a podcast. And I feel like I'm always learning from them, but I feel really blessed to have such incredible role models in my life and to be able to share some of the best tips that they have given me um, with all of you. Definitely stay tuned for the next Life Lesson series because we are talking all about the things that my not so little little brother has taught me. And I think it's going to be a really fun episode. I think it's going to be a little different than these past two, but still definitely worth the listen. Definitely rate, review, and share this podcast so that we can get it to more people. I really appreciate all of your support and I hope you all have a fantastic week.